It's just not growing old yet, Matt. It's just. What do you call that? What's well? uh, I'm excited about Halloween. I've never never gotten into it, Luke. But right, because it's 2020. You know, Halloween started 2,000 years ago in Ireland to ward off the evil spirits. And Mm. this year, I'm going all out for Halloween. So stay tuned. Okay. Yeah, it's just that I didn't realize pigeons were involved in Halloween. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, (laughs) the app. Yeah, was that now? Owl, the, sorry, no, the, the owl. Sorry, uh, the owl. Yeah, it was more an owl's more. But I did the. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. You'll fine tune your bird noises for next week. Um, welcome, yeah. welcome everybody to Humans in Thirtyish. This is episode nine. Thanks for joining us. Um, it's been episode nine, which means we're we're right in the thick of it now, Matt. And and we've had a great range of topics and everything that. Oh, it's it's. I urge people to go back through the back catalogue and have a listen because it's hard to, it's hard to pick a genre. It's really come from everywhere at the moment, and that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Um, we're kind of throwing each other off off every week, aren't we? Which is good. A, a little bit, a little bit. And Ep Nine is approaching the buy rounds in football <laughs> speak. So I don't, I don't know what that means for us, but uh, well, it means yeah. that next week you're on your own, and I'm having the week off. So that could be oh, weird. God. Oh, that would be really weird. Yeah, that's a different time slot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, how are you? Um, and I, I wanted to throw something to you off the top because, and this isn't part of it, but um, it, mm. back in episode one, you brought to oh. the table the Karen movement. And and yes. I just thought I'd bring it up because only yesterday on the radio, there was a, you know, a, a show that were discussing the fact that they'd seen in a newspaper that a couple overseas, England it might have been or... Um, oh, yeah. sorry, from England, but that were here in Australia, were naming their child, and the name Karen was in the family. They wanted to keep it as a middle name, but then there was an argument now, and the husband was saying we can't, we can't use Karen. So it's, it's yeah. yeah to your point, yeah, it's, it's that, that's a wise man. Yeah, yeah, he he's 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 making the right call. Um, even as a middle name, uh, you, yeah. you'd be burdened burdened with it at this stage. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, he he's he's taking the lead uh, as 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 many others should. Mm. Mm. So yeah. So I mean, you're on the ball back in episode one. If you haven't heard that, go back and have a listen because it was a bit of a, it was an interesting point. You were passionate about it. Oh, that's all I'll say. Mm. I think it's something white people can relate to. So I think that's a like you no know, one wants to be a Karen as yeah. a concept. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where I think you get that that behaviour change. And already we're seeing with 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 child naming. I mean, there was no no Hitler's, no Pol Pot's, um, <laughs> no Chappelle's. I haven't seen many Chappelle's since no. the, the whole you know boogie board incident. So um, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, okay. So yeah, yeah, good, yeah. good shout. All right, cool. You're, cool. you're you're off. You're off first today, aren't you? I am. Thank you, Matt, and I appreciate you um, throwing that to me because look, I'm going to keep it topical. Um, obviously. Um, we're based in Melbourne, Matt. A lot of our listeners are all around the world, but there's one thing that we've got in common, and that is the face mask wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 what I'm bringing to the table today is, um, I feel it it's going to be a, a thing for a while wearing a face mask, and that's fine. But but I thought even at this point um, where it's been a thing for a while that we would have had some sort of development in face mask, and maybe we've missed an opportunity. Matt, you and I on this podcast have spoken numerous times about a gap in the market or gaps in the market mm. in, in varying industries. Mm. And I'm just thinking maybe as a, you know, from a development point of view, 
I'm not saying we've missed the mark, but I think there's a gap in the market. And 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 what I'm getting at is unique styles of face masks. And I'm happy to run through a few um, and and put them to you and see what you think about them. If you if you're happy for me to, Matt. Yeah, I've got I've got some comments on this, but you go, you go first. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, some of the ideas I had um, around the face masks were, and and in particular, just developing them um, a little bit. Um, my first one was having some sort of amplification unit in a face mask. So one of the issues that we hear a lot about is, oh, I can't hear you when you're wearing a face mask. It's hard to communicate. What about little speakers, Matt? We're in the age of you know really small but powerful speakers and things like and microphones and things like that. Like, like Darth Vader. Well, that, and, and this is the other part of that is having something like that, you could potentially choose your voice. You could mix it up. You could be Darth Vader down the shops and yourself at home. You know, just yeah. that's... Or Jar Jar Binks. Well, are we going there? I don't want to rev you up no. too much. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's one. Another one that I think could be a, a, could be a goer here is um, like like scented masks and scented on the inside. So for for the wearer's sort of pleasure, um, and it could be anything from you know the the sea breeze type or pop popure type oh. scent, or it could be just your favourite scent. I, I really enjoy. Oranges, so you're just scented with oranges. Um, you know, no one really likes putting on a mask after they've had a coffee and then hitting that back in their face. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, I, I really, I, I didn't think you would be that innovative, but I, I love the uh, amplification and the some sort of speaker system in there because that could actually connect to to your Bluetooth or to your headphones yep. and be like sort of one all encompassing unit, but yep. also. The, the you know the the scent scented masks um, as long as it had some sort of an, antibacterial ninety nine point nine percent sort of thing with <laughs> with vanilla essence because I mean it, I I haven't been I'm not claiming I'm Nostradamus or anything but two or three weeks before masks were mandatory I, I'm not sure if you you saw it um, or you wouldn't have I I didn't tell you or didn't post it <laughs> but i i called that they would be mandatory so i i jumped on culture kings and and i got what's called a snood yeah. which is sort of more a tactical uh, military type mask where you know they wear it in afghanistan in in the middle east or or in riots where you pull it up from the neck okay. so it's like a scarf and then yep. it has a filter in it and it's quite fashionable but you can ha- having it on your neck like a scarf bring it up when you pass people rather than having it hanging sort of Joe Biden style from year. So I'm all for fashion and innovation in masks. And I I think I I know a few people just in my small circles that are are sort of manufacturing their own masks and, and selling a few online. Mm. Uh, Some are more your sustainable, some of your more, your, 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 you know, different patterns and styles. So I think what you're talking about is is a big leap, and yes. and I'm ex- I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, and and look, um, you know, there's li- there's there's gimmicky things too that could 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 work, like you know, um, drink friendly masks that maybe have a straw hole or something like that that you can just whack a straw straight in. Um, another one I, I did think of was um, thinking about our our beach friends and surfy friends out there. Maybe there's some sort of you know wetsuit material mask that the surfers can wear down to the beach and then just keep it on so they don't have to muck around with getting changed. I can run straight out into the surf if it's a good break, you know, using a bit of <laughs> you, surf yeah, lingo. Yeah, you sound like a surfer. Um, <laughs> I, I actually, 
the other day I heard that the ones with the sort of filter uh, in in the mouth are actually no good at all. So anything I think with a hole in it, uh, a hole is bad news. Okay. And and um, we've heard that before. But in yeah. in masks, um, <laughs> it it is. Yeah. So yeah. I, I more I like the idea more of the set of the. Uh, what's going on inside the mask okay. let's discuss yeah. what's in, going on inside the mask yeah. i think is forget the fashion what what, what can yeah. what what can happen inside and the tech inside and um yeah I, I saw the rock actually has brought out his own mask through under armor right okay so already yeah. we're seeing innovation yeah. and am- ambassadors so yeah last one can i give you one more before before i throw to you and, oh, and I this, didn't think it was. I thought I expected one. <laughs> and this this goes back. This relates back to a point um, a few episodes back from you about a gap in the market uh, in a particular industry. What about a, you know, a, an intimate mask, a sexy mask? It's more for the Tinder dates that you know they should be still wearing masks. But you know, let's sex it up a little bit. Perhaps I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. I, I think, because um, <laughs> if you're on Tinder. You, you know, your profile, I think you'd need mandatory, you need a mask shot along with your other shots because yep. you need to see what that person looks like <laughs> in a with, mask. with the mask or without. So you can identify them on the day. We know they know these platforms are very dangerous. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, let's what, what's the mask game like? But then when you, when you see that person and you're meeting them out for a date, I agree, you want a sort of more a, what, what's a, a, a date mask? A date mask. Um, Thank you. What, what does that what does that look like? Is it mm. is it shaped differently? Is it got a different material? Is it like a leather? Is it a <laughs> is it a, <laughs> is it a um, you know just something? great. I don't have the answer, but I really like um, that. Yeah. I think. All right. It, well, yeah. Deve- developers out there, let's not get lazy. This is a thing that's going to be around for a while. Let's let's get yeah. get to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right because with the vaccine, I mean, I think there's going to be a bit of hit and miss with that. I think we've probably got a year, maybe two years of trial and error with the vaccine. So I think masks are going to be uh, become part of our culture, much like it, it's in Japan or or South Korea or places like that where they've just been wearing them for years, for not yeah. not just for COVID. But no. um, yeah. I, I think that that'll happen. But look, I think there's, would you assume that there's a lot of sort of, what does it do for your skin to to be under that mask? Is it is it good for the skin? Like because the sunlight's not hitting it. Mm, good point. But so maybe some sort of aloe vera mask. Aloe, aloe. I'm talking also like <laughs> what about? It must be good for skin cancer in long term well, yeah. if you've got that yeah. face covered. So yeah. hey, you got to take the pros from it. I think good, <laughs> good. I like yep. it. Yep. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Well. Well, over to you, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I've got three words for you. Mm. Hot air ballooning. <laughs> this is why I love this this podcast because if you said I've got three words for you, I mean, they just I just didn't. I just th- thank you for just bringing that. Yeah, that's, that's magnificent. Yeah. Mm. I, I I was thinking about because because we're coming out in Victoria. We're coming out of. Um, lockdown and I felt for a lot of businesses and sometimes I just spend hours of thinking about all the businesses that <laughs> would would benefit but like would or would not benefit and I thought I just came to hot air ballooning for a couple of reasons but <laughs> I, I thought okay with an essential service no hot air ballooning is not an essential service but in terms of like COVID safe it would have to be 
like right up there. <laughs> One of the safest. Well, you, you're outdoors. Mm. You're, you're high in the sky. Um, you, you've maybe got two or three people who would wear masks. So therefore, it, it's a highly controlled environment, yet it would suffer at the hands of the lockdown through essential service. Mm. But before COVID, and like I think it's the most insane leisurely, it's the most extreme leisurely activity mm. that, that's, I think it's insane. You think about it, you've got like a, like a, a giant picnic basket. <laughs> then you've yeah. got a gas canister and flames and a balloon <laughs> and, and people in a basket going really high in the air. And I did some research. So many people have died really? on air ballooning. Yes. Wow. Wow. Like I, I went on Wikipedia, I, I, my, my, my finger got sore because I, I had to stop scrolling. <laughs> I mean, wow. I, I just think, A, a I see it's, the most, it's a safe COVID activity, mm. but then it's just such a fucking stupid, ridiculous leisurely activity. Yeah. And I tell you, three times in Melbourne, I have been driving to work um, over my, my journeys, my years, and there's been one just three of them just struggling, <laughs> like almost hitting my yeah. car, and like, yeah. and then you'd hear them on the news. What what the fuck is the deal with hot air ballooning? <laughs> yeah, and the other thing, and and like like you, um, if anyone sort of is travelling in and around the city in Melbourne, and and Sydney's probably the same. I'm not sure. Um, at around you know sunrise, I guess they will see a ma- plethora of hot air balloons, you know, hovering above. And I would almost say, and I, I haven't fact-checked this or anything, but I would say at least twice a week you hear of one landing nowhere near where it was supposed to land. Yeah. Yeah. And and you've got to think there's a moment in those, what, are they pilots? I don't know. What, 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 what are they? There's got to be a moment in their mind where they just go, yeah, I fucked up here and this could be disastrous. What if they landed... In the on the middle of the Monash Freeway, like carnage, mate. Um, twice along the Nepean, I had one cross over me on the Nepean, <laughs> and I could see the white, the, the white in the people's faces in that basket. And yeah. I, I, you know, with me, um, if I went in a hot air balloon with someone, I've uh, weird stuff happens to me, and I know I'd be one of those people. And just clinging for life. And I just say to the guy, you had one job. Why yeah. Why the hell? Why am I, what am I doing here in a yeah. basket? Like, I mean, it's just, but the thing is, if it was allowed during the stage four, there would be hundreds of hot air balloons mm. up there. Why, why does one hot air balloon? Do you do it for relaxation? Is it a peaceful environment? Because I've heard them take off and there's nothing peaceful about the sound of a hot air balloon firing up its flames to get going it sounds horrible it, it is because you know why it's it's the it's the dichotomy of a leisurely activity with what is actually a, a ridiculously dangerous activity so mm. like you, you know couples go up there and it's like oh you know pr- proposals or anniversaries darling it's so love they pop the champers then all of a sudden a gust of wind and and the whole thing's almost set on fire and the whole <laughs> they're nearly dead but i I get the skydiving i get the bungee jumping because you're you're tempting fate right Mm. uh in a controlled way but hot air ballooning 
Like it's just a basket. But surely no one's hot air ballooning for as for, for, for a means of extreme sport. I mean, I think they are. Why? It's not. I extreme think they. Th- at I all. think they think they are though. I think they're not people who are extreme, but they because think I, it's bad. But I've got to they say, think it's bad us. I've skydived a number of times, whitewater rafted in in some serious rapids, you know, and really, really, yeah, yeah in the middle of Africa. Oh. Believe it or not, I'm so su- I'm surprised by that. No, yeah, no, and skydiving is absolutely incredible, and and wow, you, respect. You, you know, if you, if you weigh up the danger factor, and you're right, hot air ballooning technically is quite dangerous. But mate, if I'm going down, I'm going down in style skydiving. I'm not going down really slowly in a fucking picnic basket. So well, yeah, ex- uh, I, I, I'm not into extreme sports at all. I've never ridden a skateboard loop. <laughs> so you, sh- you should be mate, okay. So I, I have a lot of respect for, for these the rapids that, mm. that you've been handling mm. in, in your life and and the and the the base jumping it sounds like, but the the basket and the the fire yeah. I mean once you add fire in a balloon I mean, what the <laughs> fuck do you think's gonna happen? No, it's good. Yeah, that's a that's a anyway. very very valid point. So thank yeah. you for bringing that to the table. All right. Yeah. yeah, I've got that off my chest. No, I feel like you're a bit you know lighter now. So that's good. Thank you. Um, I, I want to um, put something to you that might have you might have been involved in, you might have not. I'm going to say you probably weren't, but that's okay. Um, and 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 my topic today is is the emo movement, and in particular um, emo music, um, which was which which where this uh, my point originates. Uh, you know, it dates back to mid '80s, but it really came to be. A bit more commercialized in probably early two thousands, and with the likes of bands like I think the Used, um, My Chemical Romance, Fallout Boy, maybe might have been in that. I don't know, but those sort of bands, it was a big, big deal, and the fashion piece came with that too, with the, you know, the the skinny jeans and the and the band t shirts and the jet black hair that was often straightened, um, bit of mascara, um, really did the trick. Yeah, sometimes a studded belt was the emo look, um, often yeah, yeah. nail polish. Um, but what I'm getting yeah. at, I guess, is wh- where is that now? Are there emo um, people, mm. emos still around? Is this still a movement? Is it, it certainly doesn't seem as commercialized as it once was. And I was just curious to, to put to you whether you know, you'd noticed that the emo trend's still around in society. Uh, you're talking to the right person about this. And the the, the reason is uh, I I like my uh, hip hop and and uh, R&B, a a big fan. So there was, and I only got into uh, not um, what's called, uh, it's called emo trap or emo rap. Okay. So it's, it's emo trap rap. And so I'm a big fan of Post Malone. So he's not quite that he's a bit more commercial, but Mm. There was this this dude called Little Peep who passed away when he was 21 a few years ago, who was like a real pioneer in. So what they it was a combination of the emo sort of rock sound with rap and and it was actually quite a mesmerizing sound. And there's a documentary on net on Netflix about Little Peep, su- supreme talent. So it, it's more moved into the 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 hip hop and rap movement. So there's right. these hybrids of genres. So okay. it's like, so Post Malone is like, he has elements of, of like real hard Metallica rock in some of his stuff, but then like really awesome sort of hip hop R and B stuff. Whereas the emo trap rap 
um, is is more along that sort of um, rocky synth. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that, that's where it's sort of that's that's what, from my limited knowledge, that's where it's headed. So so it's kind of evolved. So the, the it has the, it has evolved. The the yeah. So like I, I think I mentioned mid eighties. I think it originated. It was that emo core. So it was sort of that hardcore punk sort of scene, which then yeah. became a bit of a commercialized punk rock thing. And and that's I think where it became, you know, that emo look became quite popular. But now, so yeah. now you're saying it's moved into the R and B side of things, hip hop. Yeah, more more your hardcore hip hop. Wow. But with yeah, it has, okay. and it's it's actually it's quite interesting, and it's 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 big with the kids on the streets. Um, Fair enough. And it, it's also got origins of sort of Europe, uh, Scandinavian influence wow. as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is this is what's happening. There's so many great with with kids. Say. Uh, 16 to 25 there's this this awesome fusion of of culture and expression that it's like a melting pot and and some some really cool stuff can can come out of that i feel really happy that i brought this to the table because i did not know any of that and i feel i'm gonna walk away from this and and check that out this is great Yeah, look at look up little peep he's he's so talented he died too young and tragic story tragic documentary but man he was talented wow man yeah unbelievable unbelievable like really in like uh, deep emotional stuff, not not mm. just like your, your standard hip hop R and B stuff. Like this was like really poetic. Like he had a story to tell. Well, that, well, that, um, that's kind it, of yeah. what it what it is, isn't it? It's that storytelling mm. and that that honesty and that that emotional storytelling mm. in, mm. and that's where it came from. Even through the the um, emo core or the hardcore and the, even the punk scene, it's that sort of laying it out on the table a bit. And 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 the teens, as you're saying, the kids are into the this stuff now as well as it's evolved, but yeah. it was the, the kids were into the the punk rock stuff too. My wife was; she, she was all over it. And yeah. I don't want to, and I don't, I don't want to dob your partner in, Matt. But I think they, I think they were a, they were a team back then, and they were oh. going to these shows. You can you can fact check that when you get off air too. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just write that down. Yeah, all right. yeah, okay. Um, we're in for a long night. It sounds like okay. yeah. <laughs> no, but hey, no, when, when you know when you're young. Um, Summer nights, huh? Yeah, <laughs> a huge scene. So oh, that's great. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's that's. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I actually feel because um, that was quite cultural and a good discussion. And I'm actually going to uh, change gears a little bit and get quite nitpicky here. Um, okay. So just bear with me here because it actually that's why <laughs> I I wanted to try some pigeon sounds because <laughs> I, I don't know whether you'll you're going to recognize this, but this is a massive like like gripe of mine when say you're on the phone to whoever it is iinet or um you know whatever company or you're on hold but mm. they're you're not on hold and or at work and someone on the phone you're waiting for them and they just on the phone they go um okay yeah uh just hold on and they Yep. Yeah. Just a second. That is. What is that? That's the most irritating thing. And it happens like in only two scenarios. So say you're in a real life scenario in a bank. There's a bank teller, and they do the whole, you know, the. Or it's on the phone. What is that? I don't know. Yeah, why, why, why is it three? 
Why is that when there's a silence? Why can't they just not say anything? Just say, oh, can you just hold on a moment? Why does it have to be, I'm just looking? What is that about humor? Does that irritate you? It hasn't. It hasn't. Um, but you know what I'm, talk- you know I know what exactly. I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Maybe it is it a is it a is it their way of sounding busy? You know, making sure that oh oh you've got me thinking now. But let me just go through this and oh yeah, searching through. I'm working really hard here and I'm making noises to make you think I'm working hard. I don't know. Is it? It might be something like that. Do it. Do it again. Do that again though. Yeah, I hate it. Man. It's like, yeah, it's like they're scrolling through a list. Mm. Um, but I just find it, it's, uh, and I know it's, it's, it's a hard one for me to bring up because it's so specific, but I think our listeners will, will relate to it. There's, uh, uh, there's nothing worse when you're on the phone to someone and they're, they're fine. The, the, the customer service is going absolutely great until they go, here's a, no. Have you ever asked? Have you ever asked someone? Asked someone what they mean by that noise? I mean, no one will know. No one knows what it is or where it came from or why they do it. Surely, Um, no, no. Yet, yet, yet. Interestingly enough, (laughs) it's the three sounds in a row, and it's the same pitch. It's and it's universal. But no, uh, well, no yeah. one would know where it comes from or what it means. It's universal. It doesn't matter whether it's male, female, um, you know, uh, it, I'm talking working environment, whether they're young, adult or old. Yeah. But it's the same. They're not like going, wah, wah, wah. Like they're, they're <laughs> you know, there's, there's no diff, there's no range of sounds. It's yeah. always, it could be a million people, but it would sound exactly the same. Mm. <laughs> Do you think it's Australian? Nope. It's broad. Wow. I think it is. Yep. yep. Yeah. This is I think fascinating. It's a, it's a human condition thing that I don't think anyone has explored. Wow. Until, until now. I mean, I don't know where to... I mean, it's one of those things that I, I'm not even sure how you would find out some origins of it. Because, I mean, how do you Google that? No. <laughs> you, you, you don't. You're, you just don't. Gonna, you're just going to have to deal with that. Oh, I, I, it's. I feel like Indiana Jones now. I need to like explore. I need yeah. to like try and find the origin of it. Um, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a giant sort of rock ball rolling behind you, ready to squish you. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah, and so there's I, no holy grail with that. It's no, just there's no. nothing but. It, yeah, I, I'll let, I'll go down some rabbit hole, but oh man. Um, I'm gl- I, I wanted to bring it up though because I'm glad you know the behaviour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and look, I want look, you I'm, I'm also keep an eye s- out. Keep oh, an no, ear no, out. I, look, and I've probably I'm probably guilty at some point of doing it, but I wouldn't even I wouldn't I wouldn't know I wouldn't necessarily know. Oh yeah, I I, I did that yesterday at about three o'clock. I was on the phone searching for something on my computer. I don't know. It's I don't think I don't think I I don't think I I'm a serial kind of guy, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I reckon I did it maybe once in my early twenties. Mm. <laughs> and and early I'm twenties, yeah. You know, I was on the phone to someone at work, and I was trying to bring up a file, and I just <laughs> did what everyone else does. I just said, "Ah, oh, just uh, oh, where is it? Uh, <laughs> Never done it since." I wonder if that could be a, a bit of a um, 
you know, a breaking point for like, you know, if you, if you start a business tomorrow and it involves a lot of people on calls and, you know, but your one of your staff members starts and you bust him. That's a They'd strike. get a warning. That's a They'd warning. They'd get a warning. Yeah. yeah. A formal one. Don't bring that shit to my workplace. No. Yeah. No. Wow. I mean, you've done yeah. it again. You know, there's there's things that you've brought up in, in this series that, you know, I've, I've got to check myself sometimes now before I say things, you know. At the end of the day, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. a tough world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it, it is. Though, they're the things that people day to day can, I think, relate to. It's just mm. so specific, but those things that irritate you and they're hard to find. And, you know, I don't, I don't really search that hard for them during our, each week. They mm. just, I just sort of, sort of like just close my eyes and just let the wind blow past me and bang, <laughs> bang. And, and that I find wind, it. and that wind kind of sounded like, and then oh. a hot air balloon flew over my fucking head. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt. On that note, let's fire this bad boy up because it's uh, it's been thirty-ish. It's been fantastic. Oh. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. All the pigeons out there. <laughs>